0: Hi, Jess. How are you? I am... I'm good.
1: You can... It's okay to not be good. You know that, right?
0: No, no. The sigh. You heard the sigh before the good?
1: No, you just took a second to think about whether you were good or not.
0: Oh, but there was a small sigh there. I thought maybe the microphone might have picked it up.
1: I mean, the microphone picks up everything and your hair when it <laughs> brushes up against the mic, but... Uh, you also. I just saw the funniest tweet that said, "Men are very bad at sharing their emotions unless they're on a podcast," and it is so <laughs> fucking true. I mean, obviously that's an overgeneralization and a stereotype, um, but there is something to be said for like you get you could you could share how you're feeling right now
0: oh sure okay well if you really want to get the truth of it um, here we
1: go let's go and that's exactly what i want
0: you know this i'm i for those gen xers out there i'm pulling a full mr mom i'm gone complete michael keaton uh and look i love it i love raising my daughter um but i'm also trying to work from home at the same time it is brutal so i literally go from like there's no space in the day like like the second I I should say the second she wakes up, it's just go time.
1: <laughs> how old, how early does she wake up?
0: You know, she does give us uh some time to sleep in. So she wakes up around eight, which isn't ideal. That's, but
1: that's part- really great though for a child. That's re- a good time.
0: But the problem is, is she doesn't go to sleep until like ten. Oh 10.30. which isn't that is- like
1: the like the perfect time to like hang out and watch TV, or is that she's no. just a little too young for that?
0: Oh wait, for her? Wait, well, what?
1: I remember watching TV and hanging out with my dad and eating waffles with ice cream on it. It's like, that's like the like, prime time to hang out.
0: Sure. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's two and a half and the most TV we let her watch is a little bit of Daniel Tiger during the day. Right. Um, Which yeah, no.
1: for those, you just educated me to that last week, that Daniel Tiger is the Gen Z spinoff of... Mr. Roger's neighborhood. Oh yeah. Or not uh, even Gen Z because she's too young for Gen Z. Well,
0: it I mean Daniel Tiger I think is I think there's like 10 seasons, so I don't oh. know when it I don't know when it started. So this isn't like brand new. Um maybe like somewhere between millennial and Gen Z on that cusp there. So
1: um eventually as we go along in this podcast we'll invite Gen Z people to come talk to us and tell us how out of touch we are. And today I did a little I looked to see what that pocket was and it's 1997 to something. uh, There's six to 24 years old right now.
0: And so great. And then you have to think, this is where my brain gets confused. And this is where I've done some self-reflecting. You have to think like, well, a gen Z now is probably what late teens or mid teens. So when were they watching Daniel Tiger? Probably so the, so dana tiger is a total gen z thing it's a
1: total gen z thing yeah there's no there's no you know yeah to the point where i'm not gonna know that show unless i was raising a child or someone was saying i fucking hate this show because it's all my kid watch, watches watches <laughs> like octonauts apparently, apparently octonauts is fun though and but then there's the other one that people don't like anyway welcome to the second episode of you don't know nick the podcast wherein an old person learns from a not as old person what's going on in the world and we're both wrong at any given time uh the first episode that we did the day before it was nick's birthday and today it's my birthday and nick has yet to wish me a happy birthday and you know what i don't hold grudges At all. So, uh, thank you for joining us, and we'll be right back. (laughs) Nick, I was reading on uh, men's health, and I learned that 83% of penile injuries has a razor involved, that... 22 percent of balls bleeding is caused by his scissors and hot wax accounts for less than two percent of reported er visits and you know what i found interesting about these facts hmm. nowhere does a, a shaver show up in these facts in this percentage or in this study Right. You mean like,
0: you mean like a, an electric shaver. Like
1: a trimmer, like an electric shaver. It's not explicitly said. Because when I'm thinking razor, I'm thinking Gillette or like, you know. Yeah. Straight. Yeah. straight may, razor. Or, so. or a straight razor. I don't know anyone who would take a straight razor to the balls unless they wanted to be castrated, but well, that's what I, I call
0: a Gillette a straight razor. But yeah, you're right. You're it's, it's a better definition, just to there's,
1: Gillette. Th- yeah. Let's just be perfect with our words, okay? So what I'm trying <laughs> to say is trimmers aren't on that explicitly maybe they think trimmer is a razor but it's not it's not the same thing so this is good information for people that want to curate their down their hair and don't know what to use in order to not go to the er right
0: i can't tell you the amount of times i've nicked, gone to the er (laughs) gone to the er just because i wanted to look and feel good you know
1: have you ever been to the er
0: have i been to the er uh yes I, i must have yeah yeah, okay, it a, great. Yeah. sure. I've also been on ER.
1: Okay, so go to smoothmyballs.com slash Y-D-K-N pod and you'll get a special discount on something that won't harm your balls and will make your balls look good. Nick, you just confessed to me that you're very dirty.
0: I am filthy. Like when you have a two-year-old child and you're, you're taking care of her, I mean, and you're in the middle of a pandemic who showers we're not in the not middle me. of a
1: pandemic anymore you can't we're at the that. end of we it we can anymore well
0: i mean well it just depends on your perspective how much do you
1: value showering do you like like it or like
0: i love a hot a hot hot shower okay. well but you know what's most important in a hot shower for me what's that good soap oh
1: <gasps> that is so funny that you would say that because i i'm a very dirty person and there's not a lot that can Help me because it's mostly internal but when i'm physically dirty bubbles and things soaps is where where i go to make sure i smell clean but also they have really amazing products for your children they have these beautiful uh, milk baths that are all natural ingredients that you, you not only are is your baby soft your hands are going to be beautiful and soft there's cool bath bombs that are geeky and uh One's in the shape of a perfume bottle. It's just really cool, it makes bath time fun. Uh, it keeps my brain <laughs> entertained when I use a bath bomb. And uh, this dirty girl can get clean sometimes. And if you go to bubblesandthingsoaps.com and use the YDK Nick code at checkout, you too can pretend that you're not a dirty person, unlike Nick Masu.
0: birthday jess
1: oh thank you so much
0: now look we started this off talking about how i'm moving from one moment to the next not even really being able to think about uh, anything except for what's like right in front you've of me
1: texted me 17 times today
0: but that's like that's like a moment of a you're right you're right any one of those times you're the right. thing
1: is even if you were to have wished me happy birthday in any of those times it 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 still wouldn't have been as good as making you feel bad you know so thank you for that <laughs> Thank you for that gift that you gave me. It's one of the best <laughs> gifts I've received today. Um, no, but but really, uh, I, I'm almost I'm catching up to you. I'm 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 there. Yeah, every
0: time Not I think enough. I get a little bit ahead, you catch right back up. Um, with ages, with age, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, because this has been a big concern of ours for the last thirty days. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, we're going to just jump right into a few things. Just we're going to we're going to collaborate again. Do you remember the segment that we were never going to do but we're going to that we did at the top last week?
0: Oh, uh, stop calibrate and listen.
1: That one. Yeah. Yes.
0: Did you See this is what this is, this is something I wanted to know about this. You you know where this comes from, right? Yeah. Totally. Do you know where I was in my life? Oh my goodness! When this song was hugely popular,
1: <laughs> at a rave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind, kind of. Kind was it? Wait, wait. Was this it a song? Is, this is before. At your this is before seventh grade dance.
0: Closer now. Yes, you're closer. You're you're very close. It wasn't seventh grade. I think maybe
1: eleventh, eighth
0: or grade, tenth. eighth oh. grade. Yeah, I think maybe seventh, seventh, eighth grade. You might have might have nailed it. Um, we had a cotillion do you know what a cotillion is
1: oh my goodness where are you from
0: uh texas from el paso texas
1: oh god
0: a cotillion for all of you out there who don't know what this is this is like an organized dance of young people where they come and they dance with each other i think they, they teach you some dances at least they did at my cotillion um and so yeah as a as a young adult uh, i think it was a. You know, first time dancing with people I didn't know, just, I think you had several different partners, I recall, uh, and I think there was a prize for something, I don't know what, I don't know if it was for for dancing or what, but the prize was Vanilla Ice's <laughs> new album. Oh. The, the, the new CD from Vanilla Ice <laughs> was the prize at my, we'll, we'll say wow. seventh grade cotillion.
1: So you won, I'm sure.
0: I don't think I did. No, mm. no, I didn't win.
1: Mm. And thus <laughs> yeah. begins the long sequence of your failures,
0: which is, I think, why I remember it so deeply.
1: Oh, I, believe me, my failures st- stand out. Re- I mean, nothing is more vulnerable than a seventh grade. There was a, I, there was actually for the first time in my life, a boy I liked also liked me, and he came up to ask me for a dance, and. I, this was like it was seventh grade because the first dance i did which my fifth grade dance song was when you dip we dip we dip, we dip. like like which is you ridiculous. put my hand on my head yeah when you yeah. think about fifth graders dancing to that it's disturbing but i went then i ended up going to a catholic middle school uh this kid was like fresh uh, you know we all that were there from sixth grade and he was new for seventh grade and he was tall and cute or at least i thought so and he comes over to dance with me and I'm shaking you know because that's like what happens like I'm, I was scared and I, you know I put my arms around him and, and we start dancing and I was a nice, such an idiot I said why did you ask me <laughs> <laughs> and he said uh everyone else was dancing but he really actually liked me and he mm. just didn't we didn't know what to say and I ended up screwing it up quote unquote because one of these girls was like hey Jessica do you like Dave and I was like no because I felt caught but he, what had happened? He'd asked that girl to ask me to see if I liked him, mm-hmm. and so uh, you know, I don't lose my virginity until I'm nineteen because of that story. So, <laughs> which is probably good. <laughs>
0: it's probably better that you didn't lose your virginity at seventh, seventh grade. I'm I really...
1: was no, I'm feeling really good about that. Uh, I will, I, I, that's a story for another day that I can't wait to share with you though, um, but not now yes eventually so listeners out
0: there if you really want to hear how we each lost our virginity please please (gasps) let us know please
1: that's a great (laughs) idea we'll do we'll do it at like a certain amount of retweets or something like that like
0: yeah certain amount of followers or subscribers to the podcast yeah
1: I think when we do our deep dive I think that's a good deep dive conversation
0: yeah but the the audience is gonna have to earn that you can't just give that away you can't keep that easily
1: well, you can get, you can give it away easily. I should know, uh, how are you feeling? Did you, did you download TikTok? Did you, um, refrain from Googling? Are you, do you feel more woke? Where are you at?
0: You know what? I actually went the other way. I went down the road of who am I? Am I gen X? Like, or am I millennial or am I this Xennial you called it? Um. And, you know, I looked at I looked up Zenio and I saw it. And I was like, oh, it's with an X. Okay, I get it. Gen X. Why they didn't
1: say Zen? Yeah. Zen.
0: And then, but the but the reason why you know, then I felt foolish. I was like, oh, Zen last week. But I think the reason why my brain went there was because we used to be called, from my recollection, Gen Y. Mm. And to me, that that's what always like my own identity separated me from Gen Xers was I was Gen Y. Like we asked the question why you know um it's the way i interpreted it for myself
1: oh that's interesting
0: um and we were kind of like where gen x was kind of like challenging the sort of status quo from from uh previous generations from the boomer generation i feel like gen y was like okay you did that for us now we get the opportunity to be like let's take a look let's take a deeper look let's say why let's take a little more philosophical approach so i always kind of connected with that sort of Way of thinking, so so the so the phrase Zenial to me being very Buddhist Zen, very Yin Yang, mm. felt in alignment with me. But then I realized, no, it's just the letter X. N-E-O, pronounced like yes, a Z. Yes,
1: yes, but and no, our words are powerful, and if you take a moment to dissect them, you know, uh, hey, go enjoy that movie. Go enjoy, you know, like there. There, you It can put you and center you. And so I actually thought it was thoughtful, not foolish, that uh, you made that connection. Um, and I do think that that not necessarily s- summaries your personality, but it does uh, make sense for your curiosity about life.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Right?
1: You were given um, the opportunity, perhaps by Gen X, to feel safer to explore, perhaps, who knows?
0: I think I think so, I mean, at least that's my experience of it, you know, I'd, I'd be curious to know sure. what others was like. Now, I also was raised the youngest of four children, four boys. That's
1: a huge impact.
0: And I... F- four boys? Yeah. Wow. And I felt like... Are they
1: all good-looking?
0: Well, the masseuse are good-looking. Are both.
1: any single? <laughs> <laughs>
0: We are all good-looking in our, in our own way. Um, good for you. Um, the
1: Verdes are too, it, they get prettier as they get younger.
0: Yes, same, same. No, I know, that the, was uh, a compliment with the for you, sure, yeah. sure, take it. Yeah, are you the youngest? No. Almost. I'm the oldest. Oh, you're the oldest, oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they did, no, but honestly, systematically got more gorgeous, bluer eyes like taller better features it, I, it, but i don't begrudge it whatsoever i think
0: it's fat okay see this is fascinating to me too this is something i also thought about being the oldest child and a millennial is an interesting hmm. combination whereas me being the youngest child and i guess te- you know i think depending again on what you look at i guess i'm one definition i saw is that i'm still gen x right um
1: and i would probably lean towards that but yeah i
0: think i would like culturally but i do there is a lot of millennial stuff that i that i do identify with but that may be because i'm the youngest so anyways i don't know it's just something fascinating for me because it, to me stereotypically uh millennials have or they have the stereotype of being less responsible in a sense i don't know that's that's a
1: we talked about that before that that seemed to be a stereotype that was put upon us yeah. based off of yeah I, I
0: uh, so what's it like being the I oldest would say this. yeah
1: I would say this it took a lot of us a longer time to enter the world and I think that was good and bad I think what we had the luxury of understanding is that you didn't need to get it all done by 25 you didn't need to get married you didn't need to have a kid we had some of that antiquated um like i just i i look at my mom and like she still had the idea of like if you go to college it's to get a a missus degree or mm-hmm. you know when you're done when you have a baby you're done and of course there's still people that believe that and whatever but there was nothing that was exemplified in media that showed me I had to do any of that. Like marriage and all that still feels like an end goal, but then there's a good question as to why. So in some ways, we didn't have to grow up, but in other ways, we were getting pressure from people who were older from us than us to like have to figure it out. So if I if I had an opportunity to go back to like Jessica, who was 25, oh, and I don't know if you know this, at 25, our brain has actually officially stopped forming, like is at its full complete gestation and the last thing to evolve or to harden is your ability to perceive long-term anything so Mm. for the first time you're able to see oh my god my choices affect my future and i've not been preparing and i just i i drank away half of my brain cells last night and so you're really realizing your actions have consequences in a whole different way and that's why quarter life crisis actually is a real thing but if I would if I were able to go backward, I would just say, chill the fuck out. Go smoke a couple more bowls. It's going to be cool. You're going to figure it out. Because I didn't enjoy it because I was feeling bad that I wasn't doing something mm. that I should have been doing. Mm. The, the converse is true, though, too. Had I per- started pursuing acting when I knew I wanted to do it, where would I be now? Or whatever. But that's the past, and there's no sense in dwelling in that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are who you are today because of all the things you did before.
1: Okay, I'm going to (laughs) puke. If you have something to contribute to this, dear listener, please send it our way. I don't claim to know everything. I need help. And uh, I'm not trying to catch... Nick in what he doesn't know but I do kind of want to see what he knows the next segment is the acronym test are you ready for this oh Nick? Uh,
0: no but yes
1: okay so Nick is a very very gifted improviser and what improvising means is on the fly he's able to think of something and uh, get himself out of a lie or be charming or be funny and so what I'm going to ask for Nick in this next segment if if he doesn't know what the acronym I'm going to give him means. He needs to create one in that moment for what he thinks it is.
0: And based on your setup it's going to be brilliant and hilarious, right?
1: I've set you up for for success, my friend. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> Their bar for really great improviser is me. You are it's all uphill <laughs> for you. So a lot of people coming into this know what I'm capable of, which is chaos. So you'll you'll be you'll do just fine. Are you ready? Yes. I'm these are softballs. Softballs. And I don't okay. anticipate you even having to improv. Maybe just a little bit. Uh what does NS, NSFW mean?
0: NSFW. Yes. Um
1: Wow.
0: No shirts and footwear?
1: Very good. <laughs> no shirts and footwear. I think that's not bad for you. no shirts, no shoes, no service. That's great. <laughs> no. um, it's actually not safe for work. So. Now, I, now,
0: I did know that. I did know that. Oh,
1: you fucking asshole. The whole, you, why are you truthful with me?
0: Oh, I thought I was supposed to make no, some stuff No, you're not. Okay. You're
1: not now. We can't trust you.
0: <laughs> okay, so you want me to genuinely see if I know this. I these.
1: genuinely want to see okay. if you know what no. this is. And then...
0: I will say it took me a while to know to learn that one, but yes, I got it, that. I know of that
1: course. One. It's not yeah, no, none of these are things that we come out of the womb understanding. <laughs> so give yourself a little bit of a break. Okay. What does BAE stand for?
0: BAY is like your 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 girlfriend or boyfriend. Right? But your...
1: it's an acronym. So oh, do you know what? Oh it's what an the acronym, acronym is? that I did
0: not know. It's B A E. I know how it's spelled, right? Bay?
1: Yeah, B A E.
0: Shit, it's an acronym. This I didn't know. Okay. Mm. Um, uh,
1: <laughs> big
0: ass energy? No, no, that would be BDE. Uh, oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's big dick energy, but B-A-E is big ass energy is fun. Uh,
0: bold, bold, aromatic, effervescent. What?
1: Ooh, no, um, uh, or, or uh, endorphins. How endorphin. There you go. Oh, yeah, there yes, we go. Yeah. Um, well, no, it means, I mean, I think this was also retcon after people were like, hey, bae, hey, bae. Uh, before anyone else. Oh. They're my bae. Oh. Not dissimilar from BFF, but I think Bay. If, if I understand this correctly, which God knows I probably don't, uh, I think Bay showed up and then people were like, what the fuck? and made fun of it but now it's just like something fun you can either say iron ironically or truthfully
0: i thought it was maybe just like short for baby
1: i think that's possible i think like i'm i that's also one of one of my theories and i'm sure it's googleable but just like any meme or cultural paradigm it's hard to say what the iteration of it was and why okay you ready for the next one mm-hmm. i think you're i think you're gonna get this one what does smh stand for
0: Oh, shaking my head.
1: Good! That took me a long time. Okay, what does TL semicolon DR stand for?
0: Just learned this one recently. Too long, don't read.
1: Didn't read.
0: Didn't read. Oh,
1: it didn't read. It didn't read. Too long, didn't read. Uh, Basically, starting at Reddit, if I understand this correctly, um, where your fucking post is insane. Tell me what it's... I'm not going to read it. Give me the fucking... The juice, like, tell me what I need to know. I'm yeah, gonna glean.
0: But don't some people like, like they'll say something and then they're like gonna then right before they write the next section they do TLDR and it's like a big long explanation. It's like too long, don't read. This is how this is how I thought Th- it was. they
1: wouldn't share it.
0: Well, this is my thought was like, like,
1: <laughs> so maybe this,
0: maybe I didn't really know. I thought it was like I gave you the summary so you could just have that. But if you want the full explanation here it is, but it's pretty long. Too long don't read.
1: Uh, I you know what? I'm sure there's a world where 25% of people think that that's what it is. I'm sure. I feel like that's I feel
0: like that's been my only encounter of it unless I've unless I need to go it back and look at it. It is what it
1: means. It is what it means. That's that's the function of it. Uh but I believe but it is too long didn't read meaning that the person who isn't going to read it like myself, right? Like I'm not going to read a full email, just give me the fucking gist of it. What do I need to do? do? What do I need to respond to? I need to fill that out. Great. See you later. But like if someone wanted to get in on the story, they could read the whole thing.
0: Got it.
1: Got it. A little sarcastic.
0: Yeah. But it's so funny. Okay. So I I knew what it was, but I didn't. I I thought it was the reverse. Great.
1: No, you did very good. Again, someone couldn't email me and tell me I'm wrong. Uh, What does WYA stand for?
0: W-Y-A, I don't think mm. I've ever seen this one. <laughs> I don't know why, all of mine, all of Go mine is worry. dirty. I can't wait, I can't, oh, oh
1: please, this is what, listen, an hour of dirty masseuse is where is what we want. Uh,
0: whore your ass, is that something?
1: Whore your ass?
0: <laughs> Go out there and do it, just whore your ass. Okay, the you next I mean? question Go. I
1: have for you is what does <laughs> thought mean? What? T h o thought. T h o t. Do you know what that is? Whore your ass. <laughs> <laughs> too too
0: hot. Ooh. Too hot. Too hot a trot. Too uh-huh. hot O-trot.
1: <laughs> nope. No. Nope. No. Okay. So W Y A is where you at? Oh,
0: cuckoo. Cool. Cuckoo.
1: Cuckoo, 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 yeah. No one says that anymore, so that's not cool. Uh, cuckoo is what I'm saying. People don't say that anymore. No, I
0: know. That's yes,
1: yeah. But you know, for our listeners who don't understand our report. It's,
0: it's not even my generation yet. Somehow I picked it up, and I cuckoo. still it, it's like out of date, but it's not out of date enough to be
1: well. But kind of like how Hella has made a resurgence, and still people like to say Hella as a joke. But hey, man, that's Hella cool. Or bitch and showed back up a little bit. Um, everything has its heyday now people say wavy instead of cool y'all that's wavy bruh Mm. bruh wavy (laughs) that's that's a lot of video game uh terms so thought t-h-o-t is just to help you with your dirty brain that hoe over there (laughs) so what see no, but you didn't say that for. I gave you that one because I wasn't going to ask you that one. You went whore your ass.
0: Oh, so, okay.
1: And so I gave you thought just to see if you might have known what that was. Okay. One
0: is. Well, that makes me feel better to know that there is a it's whole out acronym out there. Okay. Yeah,
1: you're very welcome. Okay. Right. We got um, three more. You ready? Okay. Okay. What does it mean when someone is AFK?
0: AFK? Mm-hmm. They are. <laughs> uh angry for knowledge
1: nope away from keyboard
0: away from keyboard mm-hmm. well how did they type afk then
1: well that means that they are about to be oh like kind of like brb away yeah. from keyboard so like if someone stops playing in a game uh that dude's afk
0: oh okay got it okay. got it okay this
1: one is this one is going to be important for you in the near future are you ready mhm what does PA mean? paw mean? P A W.
0: Paw. P A W. Mhm.
1: Uh.
0: P-A-W. Uh. <laughs> don't know why things aren't even coming to me. Pull. Think of an A word. I'm a okay, horrible it's, improviser. It's, just yeah, yeah we're really just gonna actually, call it.
1: I'm unimpressed. I know.
0: Uh, I'm. Under, I, you set me up way too big. And now and now, I've completely. I've completely fallen flat on my face. Give me something here.
1: Pa, pa. Pa is parents are watching.
0: Oh.
1: So there's a bunch of like little acronyms for like oh fuck my parents are over the shoulder don't text or whatever and pa is I just learned that one today.
0: Parents are watching. That's classic. That's good. That's important.
1: I thought that you would need to know that. Okay.
0: Well, now I do need, yes, for when Clem starts texting, which is any day now.
1: So as a segue into our next section, as we promised from last week, this is not an acronym, but it's a term. And, well, actually it is an acronym. There's some debate as to whether it started this way or not, um, or it just became this way because of what it describes. What is... A simp.
0: A simp is a simpleton, a dummy.
1: Very good. That's where it is like the origination of the word is. It's as old as that. And it's been used as as early as 2005 on the internet. So, I don't even know if the internet was around then, but who knows. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Okay. 2005, it's used in rap songs. But now it means something very, very specific. Can you guess what that means?
0: Hmm. That has anything to do with what? With with anything to do with it? Eh. Maybe. Simp, are you like a Simpson? Are you like a Homer? (laughs) Not,
1: not, not a bad reach. Not a bad reach. Sucker who idolizes mediocre pussy. So. (laughs) It is now a term that is outlawed on the the streaming channel's Twitch. You're not allowed to insult someone as a simp. It was like one of these things I even dabbled with. It's, uh, I also didn't realize it meant that specifically, but like, oh, that's someone who simps for you. Oh, that person's like your simp it was a different term for fan. And it has this, it, it, the iteration of it, like being really specifically used recently is because of OnlyFans and Belle Delphine. Who we are going to talk just a little bit more about today? Uh, basically, is this
0: a is this a segue? It's a segue.
1: Yeah, great. I would say that's a good segue.
0: <laughs> sorry, sorry to sorry to interrupt the no, segue. No, it's okay. I just Do you got, have so anything
1: it's... to add, Nick? What, you go.
0: No, no. I wanted to. I just wanted to call it. I just wanted. I got so mad that I how much I messed up on P A W that I just needed to let everybody out there. I knew something.
1: I didn't know P A W.
0: No, but I couldn't even improvise around it. It was through me so much.
1: Just shake it off. Let's just like, everything's good.
0: So Belle Delphine started calling people simps. Is that what you were about I don't know that she
1: called it it simps, but, but she will call her fans simps. There are a couple things we're going to learn about her today. And, and again, if we remember, if you listened to last episode, uh, Nick had never heard of Belle Delphine and showed her, showed him some pictures of her and it's a culture shock. Wouldn't you say? Have you digested anything that we?
0: I mean, I'm trying to not think about it um,
1: because you are, and rightfully so, are concerned about. uh, You have a young daughter, and that's it's it's something of concern.
0: Yeah, yeah, just to know that these types of
1: life choices are are out there. <laughs> yes,
0: e- re- easily witnessed and going and to, and normalized.
1: Yes. Yeah. So. The 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 not the gray area with Belle Delphine is she makes are you ready for this number one point two million dollars a month on only fans wow so it's really hard to discourage someone who's that successful from let's say following that career but she also started her online career when she was fourteen when she dropped out of school so that's scary. She started with like makeup tutorials and then got a lot of her sense of humor in her tactics uh, by watching other risque youtubers. So then that's how she kind of came up. Um, it wasn't until recently that she got into actual hardcore porn but mm. she had always walked the line of playing with the audience, playing with their sims, trolling her audience and making a lot of money mm. of- on it. Um, so she actually had a, a, she still does probably, um, a Pornhub account and she would post videos like Belle plays with her pussy and she shows up with a cat or like a little toy cat or she gets a huge cream pie and she has a, you know, foil tin and she's putting whipped cream in there. And just the fact that people would go to look at that, she gets paid. She would get paid just for those videos. Like, Mm. holy trolling these people, but not... Not doing what she promised.
0: But now she's crossed the line.
1: So she's, I think there's an argument to be made that you got to keep on going. She's 21, by the way, from what I uh, read. Um, At least she was as of a couple months ago. And I said 19, so I'm fixing that. Um, She seems to get more and more riskier, 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 as one might expect to keep one's image or money coming in, right? Like you just so so like then she joins OnlyFans and you know, some pictures maybe topless, maybe not or like suggestive or whatever. And then a joke showed up where someone said, "I'll buy your bathwater." And she started selling her bathwater for $30, and people bought it. I know. And it sold out. But it's brilliant in a in a way. It's brilliant. So before she jumped into full hardcore porn, which is boring, by the way, um, her hardcore porn is boring. Um, she did, she did some music videos. Oh yeah. And I'm going to show you a music video.
0: (laughs) Wait, is it her music or I mean, I'll just be surprised.
1: Well, you're just (laughs) going to, there's a, I'm excited to show this to you and, uh, For those of you that are listening, I'll play a snippet for you Uh, when I feel like Nick has got the uh, idea of what we're about to watch, (laughs) then I'll stop sharing it with him, but you'll just get a snippet so that we don't get uh, clinked by the, the Belle Delphine crew. All right, Nick, three, two... What? You
0: were thinking I died. Bitch, surprise, I still got them double thick thighs. French fries, I get down and gobble, gobble up. With my booty up, she be going wobble, wobble up. Here's a big duck, slide, slide, slide in the peanut butter. I oh don't sucker who actually regrets me. My mother, I trope betas with my porn hub. Betrayer, you nothing but a hater, hater. Cloud chaser. No, no. I was my favorite twitch star. she mm. hot, was a with his mugshot. <laughs> eat a baby, eat a Mars run.
1: Sorry, right, we, we got it, we got it. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> oh goodness, I, I'm sorry. Is it like too much?
0: No, it's not too much. Are
1: you glad that I gave you acronyms so that you can understand what she was saying?
0: Oh, she, was there some acronyms
1: in there? Yeah, she I said "begone thought," and uh, she talked about "sims." Yeah, I heard
0: "sims." That's right. Yeah, she yeah. did yeah.
1: say "sims," and 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 you know, in a way, it's kind of brilliant and amazing. I, again, I have got on both sides with the Belle Delphine thing because my heart hurts when uh, it's uh, sex work is a symptom of the patriarchy. And that's a really controversial thing to say. But what people who have found it really empowering, um, it's still a reaction to sex being a, a tool. And uh, and we are able as humans to use it however we want, but uh, it still makes me feel a little sad. But then I look at these marketing tactics, and it's and and how mean she is to her audience. It's a very specific choice that she's making. So I don't know. Yeah, where, where there, are you at? There,
0: there's definitely brilliance in it, without a doubt. I think there. I think I think she's she's brilliant. She's figured out what works. If you're telling me she's been, you know, publicly. putting herself out there since she was 14, she's been learning that whole time, right? She's probably seen a ton of, a wide range of comments. She's learned that are probably
1: negative too. And Mm -hmm. that has a toll on your, um, Mm -hmm. your, your psyche. And, and then you're getting reinforced if you're pretty to show more of that too. That's kind of hard to not go in that direction if that's what's working for you.
0: Yeah. and Yeah. And, it, you know, I mean, and, you know, she's young. So there's a bit of like I think when we're all young, it's just like, fuck you attitude. I'm going to do what I want. So so she's got that going on, which is like, no one can no one can't tell me I can't do this. It's working for me. I like it. And but it it, and it is smart. Now, whoever said to her. You, you know, what, you should record a song <laughs> and like got her into a recording studio, recorded a song with her oh my god
1: um is brilliant actually i mean 40 million i think i think that's lowballing it too 40 million views 400 4 million on pornhub for a fucking music video and that's the thing that makes my brain start to tick is like who's reaching out to her who's been curating her uh online personality with her who's who is is are they good? Are they good people that are helping her or are they altruistic, you know? There's there's a lot of things that we'll never we'll, we won't know until the exposé comes out.
0: Yes, we want that exposé. Can we get it now?
1: No. No. <laughs> you should just go watch her her only videos if you if you have, if you need a fix.
0: Well, it would be curious to know like, you know, cuz there's like that that classic uh archetype of that sort of like sleazy guy who who like has all the ins and outs and works her through the porn industry and who isn't, who isn't, uh, nice to her, but she's like has a codependent relationship with, and this keeps getting sucked further down a path. But yet I don't necessarily get that sense from her. And that just in that little snippet, I watched from when I see that, I go, Oh, I feel like she's in control here. She
1: has a lot of awareness. Yeah. Uh, and again, we won't know if that's true or not. And we never can know, but but I I um, I want to err on the side of she has agency and she's not a dum dumb, Mm-hmm. you know. And we also should give people some credit. There's nothing wrong with like checking in, going, "Hey, girl, are you okay?" And like some of the things I read about her too, uh, it's not like she was happily jumping out of school at fourteen. I think she's also created a world where she doesn't really have a social life or friends or things. So like, there's a lot of hard aspects to. You know, um, someone, our mutual friend Kelly Lohman, who's in Ripley, she was talking to me as we were going to do one of our first podcasts together about how if acting wasn't as revered as it is today or able to make someone money or get someone fame, very few people would actually do the career. The majority of people that are actually trying to pursue acting are just megalomaniacs. And holy moly. What a good thing to know to also like check in with myself and go, why are you on this journey of being on screen or putting yourself out there? Is it just ego? And, you know, I'm, I am I, I are on the side of like, if you think you're crazy, you're probably not. Or if, if you you know what I mean, like, I'd rather like the fact that I can check in with myself and see, oh, I think you actually really are a good actor. It's helpful. But I don't yeah. know that there's not a lot of people out there that are just like, hey, fuck, I can go be famous.
0: Oh, I think I would probably say the majority of people are are at least in Hollywood, you know. um, Oh man, I used to get all the time, like I, I you know, I went to, I majored in, in theater and I would go home from college, you know, for the summer or for, <laughs> or for Christmas break or whatever it was. And, you know, and I was majoring, I was here in LA. I went to school at USC. So I was in LA and, you know, and a lot of people would be like, oh man yeah i want to go out to hollywood and be an actor and i was like yeah cool cool well what do you have you done any or what are you doing and they're like no no i just want to i just want to go i think i can do it i'm like what are you talking about i was like stay far away this is not this is not what you want um I, I remember,
1: i'm like go dude fucking figure it out like gonna well, just fall on their goddamn face i know but or get super successful
0: I mean, I guess it's totally possible. I would never want to discourage anybody, but like you could just tell. And then there was one guy, and this is a real tragic story. There was one guy, mm. now I came from Texas, right? So this guy was very quintessential, sort of like Texas good old boy. Um, and, you know, he talked to me about it. And he was like, hey, Nick, you know, uh, you know, I started taking some acting at, at, in college and I really, and he started talking about the experience and how much he enjoyed it. And the way he talked about it, I was like, oh oh you get it mm. you know and he was like and he wasn't like oh i want to go out to hollywood he's just like talking about being an actor I said oh man you know you get it this is something you should pursue but i could totally tell it was like not something his family would be comfortable with it was way outside the sort of spectrum of things um and the tragic side of all of that not that not to bring this podcast down is he ended up yeah, he ended up taking his own life, and I don't, oh. you know, I don't know if it had, you know, I'm sure it had many things to do with. Um, but I do think that it's some sort of irony for me is like the one person out of all the people who was actually genuine um, about wanting to be an actor was, um, you know, dealing with a lot of, a lot of other, other stuff.
1: obstacles as well. Yeah, yeah, you and I both have not only been in class but also taught actors. And one of the things I admired the most were people who were able to push past the family saying they shouldn't do it because it's already hard enough. Mm-hmm. And so I can only imagine just one extra obstacle. You know, I and I'm very grateful. Being from out here, being from L.A., made this just a little bit more easy.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. Just a Take- little bit. Going to school out here definitely helped. You know, I never—I but my thing for me is, I always wanted to be a theater person. I never wanted to do Hollywood, uh, but somehow I got sucked into the US, do you into the want world to of, do
1: that now? Do you like? Would you go back to theater if you had a choice? Or is it I just think if the you, money? I think if
0: I think if theater paid the way TV does, or even cl- somewhere close to it, I think I would. I would. I would go the theater
1: route. I, I too feel similarly and I've have, and have said the same. I, I, I've I always wanted to make money so that I could do a bunch of the stuff that I want to and I'm really close to finding that balance. There's not a thing I don't do that I don't really love but theater is lacking. Our improv that we do really is, is a good, you know, Feel about. Well, I
0: call it the greatest theater gig in, in, in LA because the hard thing about doing theater when you're an LA actor is, is it takes you out of the game. It takes you mm. – you're now committed to a rehearsal process. You're committed to show times. You know, you can't just take a gig. You know, I mean, a lot of LA theater accommodates for that. You know, that gets you an understudy or whatnot. But it's just – it locks you in in a certain way. Plus, it also, like, eats up all your time because you're probably working during the day at another job and then you're you know it, it it really takes you out of the game from being a, a hollywood actor but improv less rehearsal time oh. if you can't make the show it's fine somebody else can step in mm-hmm. you know if you have to pull out of the show no big deal like there's there's a lot more flexibility and everybody's on that same page at least you know with my main theater group we've always said you know in pro theater we always said uh your personal career comes first. So if you got it, you know, we're going to support you in that. So if you got to go do your thing, you do your thing.
1: Um, that's not always the case. No, it's not always the case. You know, the, the, the greatest gift I've been able to have in this pursuit is actually finding like-minded, supportive, uh, not jealous people who are as about as talented as I am. And that's a pretty hard thing to find in this career. It's also, and I, I know we've talked about like different levels in improv. Sometimes, though, if I'm like hanging out with people who just like woof, you got you're a big pit fish in a, in a small pond. You know, sometimes you just gotta fly. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess maybe a good way to summary the Belle Delphine idea is if this is truly her passion, I'm happy for her.
0: Yeah. Well, the, yes, yes, that's great. And here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that, sh- that I would want to say is. She, in doing what she's doing, she's dancing with the devil. And there's certain things out there that you can do and you can be very successful at. And you can feel as if you have a sense of ownership or control over it. But what, you, what you don't realize is that you are playing, a, you're playing with fire. And I say dancing with the devil. You're 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 playing with um, you're playing with a very sort of base level of existence. Something that tends towards addiction, you know, um, which leads you to, oh, you know, poor mental health. And that may not be as obvious as, you know, severe depression or some of the other mental healths out there. But you know, very egocentric sort of th- lifestyle, which can you can feel as though you're high that you're doing well but the crash is right around the corner and it's very easy to slip you know i i i play or i used to play uh, a lot of poker um, Ooh, yeah i love
1: dangerous texas boy
0: love me some cards i grew up with a deck of cards uh, and i play a lot of poker and i'm i'm pretty good at it you know i'm not you know no no pro or anything like that but LA has a, a ton of poker rooms, really great poker rooms. So you can go play all you want.
1: Oh my god, we got to go to the bicycle club.
0: Oh yeah, oh so you know then. I know. That's my jam.
1: I'm, I get it.
0: I'm a bicycle. I'm, I'm a bicycle guy. Um, uh, <laughs> you go down the poker room list, but anyways, the thing about playing poker is, is you got to know you're gambling, and when you're gambling, it doesn't matter how good you are or how much skill you have. You're at the end of the day, you're gambling so you're always why i say you're dancing with the devil and at any moment when you take your eye off it it could it can suck you in pull you under lose all your money um and so so yeah that working in the sex industry is very similar to working in the gambling industry to you know so
1: i believe it and again with when she says she doesn't have like a social life that's probably gonna not be helpful with regards to that because you really do need a good core a friend good core group of friends that can say hey i'm gonna take your wallet or hey is that what you really want to do you know mm-hmm. not always are the people around you going yeah yeah gonna be there when shit gets tough so
0: or just literally reflect back good good decision making right just- totally
1: totally we are um I believe you financially are. um, Gosh, the top five friends you all are in like the same financial bracket. Like you find, like like uh, you find, like oh god, I can't remember the term now. There's like a median or media, uh, a mean. What's the word? An
0: average. Talking about like a mean, an average. There's an average. A a common denominator. uh, Yeah. uh, uh. When
1: you have five friends, (laughs) they tend to be in a similar financial bracket and if you if you go into a friend group and you're a little bit lower in the financial bracket you tend to go up higher a little bit mm. and and i think the same is true with uh let's say qualities i'm surrounded by amazing women and that's makes it pretty hard for me to choose to be actively not a good woman mm-hmm. or a good person yeah
0: no it's true so,
1: so anyway yeah. and again that's that is a lot of subjectivity for a not-so-black-and-white uh, conversation. Uh, I'm going to give you one more thing just so that you can enjoy it. I want to see we, – we, we shared 100 gecks. Oh, no. What? What are you looking Oh, that? there was
0: one more Delphine thing. Oh, no. No, no, oh, no. no, no. no. Okay.
1: We're, we're moving on. We could watch the porn if you want, but I don't think that's what you we do. don't see. want that's people,
0: our listeners, to listen to us watching porn? <laughs> you know,
1: I'm not saying they don't want that. <laughs> uh, but I am being honest when I'm saying it's boring. That, so I just, I'll save you the thirty dollars. So we we played a song from 100 Gecs last week. It was I liked it. I listened to it even on my off time. And my brother shared with me. He's the youngest millennial, and he keeps me young. And he shared with me this song. He's like, "Oh, you gotta check out this song. It's sick. It's sick." Uh, <laughs> and he 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 knows because he just signed a producer deal, so he's a big deal. And uh, like I said. I'll share a little bit of with it with you and the audience. You'll get the point, but I kind of want to see what you think about it. Are you excited? Very. Uh, let's do the thing. All right. Yeah.
0: Make a good cover. Yeah. Waiting for a shooter to drop. No. No?
1: No. No drop. I just wanted to see if you were like, actually, that's a good, so that's a uh, pop smoke and Nirvana. Uh, so that is actually his voice. The person isn't redoing it. I think, uh, is he
0: changing the tempo? A little bit yeah, he's,
1: it's sped up a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, and and it, the title of that is "Smells Like Drill Spirit." I don't hate it.
0: I don't hate it either. It's such an iconic song for me mm-hmm.
1: that if Which I, I want to play it for you,
0: if I want to hear the song, I'm gonna, You're gonna put to listen it on to the song. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to the song. Like that didn't do it for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like that didn't make me go, "Damn, that was a great cover." Yeah, or like, "Oh, whoa, what an interesting take." That made me go, "Oh, somebody's." Yeah, somebody's sampling.
1: Yeah, and I asked my brother, I wonder how many people are going to hear this song and wonder or think, oh, my God, they wrote that song? Holy shit. Mm. And I'm guilty of not knowing half the Will Smith songs that he sang were Stevie Wonder until I was older. You know, like mm-hmm. we don't know if you don't get the original, you don't necessarily know that things are covers. And I have a whole different dissertation on almost every song is a hot takeoff of another song in order to ingratiate us immediately to like that song you know but
0: it's also a song that defined almost a generation mm-hmm. i mean i, I don't want to you know
1: it did though of course it did
0: it did in a lot of ways and like you know Last last week, I you know I realized I guess I wasn't totally prepared for like the Gen X talk, and and I was like, yeah, I don't know if grunge is Gen X, and I was, and, and now in like hindsight, I like had a chance to sit down and reset. It was like, of course it
1: is. You're such of a ding. Of course ding-dong. it is. Yes. Yeah, so funny. I think
0: part of it part of it was for me uh, was just that like, oh, I just knew how influential grunge was on me, and I don't really fully consider myself Gen X, but like.
1: But But, that's also dumb. Open, but I am
0: fully. I, I'm way more Gen X than I than I in my research. I'm coming to realize. I'm way more Gen X than I thought.
1: But to your credit, you don't really love absolutes. So you mm-hmm. also leave room for being corrected or educated in, in the kind way. You love educating other people. So by not putting your flag in the ground on something you're 100% sure about or not 100% sure about, you you that's okay. I think it's okay that we're not. My father once said to me, Jessica, don't ever say anything you don't know is true because people will always think you tell the truth. So like you're never even supposed to take a leap of faith or pontificate on something, um, which is a different way to be manipulative, of course. But um
0: Well, no, I kind of I kind of believe that. Like I I will say, you know, this is one of the things I used to say. It's like, if I know, I'll I'll tell you that I know. And if I tell you that I know, then I know. But most of the time I'm gonna tell you, I think it's this. Right. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah,
1: I think it's a beautiful quality. And being open to that changing, even though you read this, a thing or, you know, that's a good thing. Being being able to pivot. It's That's my 2020 word, uh, something we experienced a lot in heartbeats. How do we pivot? How do we pivot and make this wonderful? We, that's not exactly what I thought it was going to be. We're going to pivot. Uh, so that was smells like drill spirit. And or maybe I was going to say it smells like Gen Z spirit. Do you know, do you know the factual origin of the name Smells Like Teen Spirit? No, I don't. They, uh, Courtney, Love, and the band, and all them were drunk one night, and they were all writing on the wall, like you do when you're grunge and, you know, fuck the man or whatever, and Courtney wrote on the wall... Kurt smells like Teen Spirit, and Kurt hmm. was like, "Oh, so fucking cool! I smell like Teen Spirit. Let me write a song." Because I don't even think he says that in the song, right? It's a it's a deodorant brand, and that's what Courtney Love meant. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't even.
0: Yeah, I would is. never
1: have thought of that until because that's just the context is so out of context. Wow. Yeah. Well. This brings us very close to the end of our podcast.
0: Oh, man. There's so much we didn't even get to.
1: There's so much to talk about, which means we have to do another episode. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, damn.
1: But this is your opportunity to begin the next segment.
0: Oh, you mean the, Jess, you don't know Nick.
1: Oh, my God. Can we get a different line reading on that?
0: Jess? No. You don't know Nick.
1: Okay. What, no. what? All right. So, what happens in this segment?
0: No, this is the you don't know Nick.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope.
0: No? You don't like that? No. You don't know Nick. No. How about that? A, oh God. You okay. don't know Nick. Okay, Tracy. No, I, Morgan. no, I just don't. Just go in a different direction, <laughs> just, maybe.
1: It's <just> Tracy Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Sorry, I'm no butting you. All all the choices you made were brilliant. Brilliant. No, that's great. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm so impressed with you.
0: okay look um i'm going to warm you up with just a couple of little things and then i'm going to hit you with one something. might say foreplay yes okay great. a little a little foreplay okay, before great. before we get to real play <laughs> before we get to real play okay. before we get to the gen x version of belle delphine great not,
1: great not
0: really not really i don't okay. want it to debase this this what i'm what i'm leading up to yeah. um okay so i'm just going to throw just a couple of things at you let's just see if they mean anything to you. Okay, great, great. I'm gonna okay. close my eyes and okay. I'm gonna
1: center myself. I'm gonna zenial myself and see. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay, so if I if I if you heard someone go Doctor, 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 doctor,
1: mm. doctor, doctor. Airplane? What, mm, or like hot shots?
0: You're like in the you
1: i mean in the pocket of that. Okay, wait, it's a movie. It's, am I in the pocket of that style of film?
0: I mean, I guess so. It's not as far screwball, but it is screwball comedy. But it's okay. not as it's not as like like Hot Shots is real. Hot Shots is spoof. Those are both like spoofy. I should say because both of those are like spoofing.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's, uh, no, is, then maybe I don't know that one.
0: This is Chevy Chase. <gasps> oh, and, hold on. And Dan Aykroyd.
1: Oh, hold on! Which movie are they in together?
0: Which anybody? Wait, Fletch. Well, no, I mean, you're good. Chevy Chase is is Fletch, but Dan Aykroyd is not in Fletch.
1: No, he's not.
0: Um, anybody my age, if I said this to, like, this is how I this is how I know. If anybody my age, I said this to, they know it instantly, and okay. they may not know. They may go like, "Wait, what movie was that?" But they know it. Okay, uh, this is from spies like us
1: oh i would never have pulled that out of my ass
0: it's not necessarily like the most famous movie but this one scene is when when they're pretending to be doctors and they're surrounded by a bunch of other doctors And they're spies they're undercover and so they're just going down the line meeting doctors and it's the (laughs) two of them and everybody's just like doctor 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 and they're shaking hands going down the line doctor doctor (laughs)
1: I love that. And of course, that that just culturally gets passed around because it's just so ridiculous. Okay. I didn't know it. Good. Ding one for Nick. You're okay. old. Ding, ding.
0: <laughs> okay. Now, <clears throat> what city is this radio station in? W- Cincinnati. You, oh, you did Whoa, it to me. Oh,
1: but I knew. You're
0: Kings of leon me.
1: I know, but if I knew, I knew that's that great. one's more impressive no i'm kidding <laughs> okay well, go ahead I guess- and ask the question ask the question <laughs> because people may not know you're right
0: wkrp
1: in cincinnati
0: in cincinnati so okay. I, I had a feeling th- no but you knew it yeah how, how did you someone know i
1: wrote on it. i knew someone who wrote on it Oh, um, i think that show is so revered by other sitcom writers that it's I, like it's just one of those things that's referred to a lot i think i think mm. when you're going down the line of like great tv that shows up
0: mm. okay but you just all i had to say is what city is this radio yeah, station but in?
1: the only other show
0: how'd you know i was doing doing shows i guess I, don't know. I, I guess i got you on i mean most of my stuff is that type of no stuff.
1: not necessarily we'll But here see. we go all right next 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 nick that's a new segment next nick
0: Okay, you should know this one, but I was this one I was just really curious about.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: If I told you that Johnny Five is alive, what would that mean to you?
1: It would mean the sweetest robot on the planet became sentient. Honey, Five is alive. alive. I figured you knew that one. Wasn't that just a sweet movie? So great. I don't remember much because I was young, but I remember loving it.
0: Yeah, I figured you were probably a baby. You, yeah, but but it it's a kind of it appeals to kids, so you probably would have you know.
1: Yes, and and it's and he showed up recently too in like a couple commercials or some things I've seen online. So he's coming back. So
0: good, so good,
1: sweet. Saga.
0: Okay, we don't have a ton of time. I'm gonna get this 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 last one deserves deserves a little bit of attention because I was gonna do it anyway, and then, <sighs> then something really tragic happened this week.
1: Oh no. Oh no. Tell me all about it, Nick.
0: The person I wanted to talk about. Oh no. Passed away this week. Oh so this no. is also an in memoriam. Okay. This this person is very I don't even know how I didn't even think I know how to set this up. Um okay. this person this person I think defined uh, a young man's generation. Like a young man, I guess all men. No. I was just happened to be young at that time. Do you know who how do I do did I see if you can get you'll never guess the name. I'm just gonna say the name and see if you can. I know, you know the
1: name, it's Tawny something or other. Oh, because
0: you know she passed. Yes. Yeah, Tawny. I saw that. Do you know Tawny
1: Katain? I don't actually. Do I don't know. In, is she the one who's in on top of the car
0: yeah okay in what in what video
1: mm, hold on hold on
0: so you heard she passed but had i had i just said her name would you have known
1: i knew i i knew i would have maybe known that there was an 80s vibe there
0: i was going to show you the the white it's a white snake
1: Oh, white snake.
0: I'm going to show you the white snake video. I
1: think I went down the hole of like looking at videos of that video. Mm -hmm. um, Because women, or at least myself, I wanted to know what was considered sexy. What was sexy about her? Um, Is she actually sexy? And then like looking at how she aged and, you know, would someone still find her sexy? Like there was like a, 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 almost like a... um, morbid sense of like trying to do some research visually by by watching that stuff maybe a couple of years ago
0: oh well that's okay well that's interesting because i think <laughs> maybe because i was young at the time i think she she in my mind like defined sexy in totally. so, so many ways the way she crawled on that car
1: oof You wanted her to crawl all over your body I
0: mean and the Did you have the poster? And the wardrobe design. I was never really a poster kid. Um, but if I was, I would have. And then but see then that wasn't all there was to tawny Katane. Okay.
1: Okay, here we go.
0: She then had a small movie career. So she was so, you know, when I saw that she passed away, I was like, Oh, famed music video star from the eighties passes away. And I was like, Whoa, 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 let's not forget about her. Though short-lived, movie career
1: is she uh, Earthmen or, or sucky Oh uh, no, Earthmen are <laughs>
0: easy. No, no, yeah. I think you might be thinking of Gina Davis.
1: I, no, but I know she's. I don't, I don't even know. Tony
0: katane No, no, no.
1: What was she? No, what was she in? Okay, okay, what was she in?
0: She was in her her sort of like big movie was she was in Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks. Oh
1: my God! Was she the one in the beautiful white outfit, or is she the girl? Is is she's, she the no, wife? She's the wife. Whoa! Right? I fucking love that movie.
0: And isn't she amazing? Isn't she like just like I don't
1: remember if she was amazing. I remember that 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 thought that they got was was fucking hot.
0: The wait with the what 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 they
1: the thought that they got the the legendary, uh, hooker. Oh
0: oh, the one with the with the very large
1: no no there was like the woman that he was he didn't sleep with or did sleep with like 10 years prior and they, and they and the and the best friend finds her and like he opens the door and he's like if he was gonna sleep with anybody it was gonna be this gorgeous yes
0: but doesn't he like take her top off and I, I had yeah, this image yeah, of like yeah, yeah. and she has just like just like this huge Maybe beautiful she has breasts yes no no they were <laughs> i mean look i i remember breasts when right, i when it. i see them got it um no, uh, no, she played, she played, uh, she played the lead, oh, right? Or the, when, when
1: they, there's dildos at her party and stuff, right? Well, no, that like, is
0: where we meet, that's where we meet, oh, yeah, there's dildos at her party, but eventually it's where we meet, uh, a famed Nick from a movie. You know, there's a few Nicks out there, mm. and this is where we meet Nick the Dick. Remember, oh, do you remember Nick the Dick? I don't know if I remember it that well. So, so they go they go to like a strip club because they hear that Tom Hanks is having a That's big, right. huge blowout. And they're like, well, we're going to have our own fun too. So they go to like a strip club. And then the guys hear that they're there. So they go over there to go play a prank on him. And they get introduced to Nick the Dick. And they're like, why do they call you Nick the Dick? And he like yeah, zips his yeah, pants. He goes, he zip. And then everyone looks down. And they go, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, uh, we had the pressure to have big boobs, and you had the pressure to have a big dick.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Which fortunately I was able to live up to, so it's fine. Okay, well, no. this is
1: where we got to end. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> wow.
0: No, no. Nick, the, uh,
1: let's uh, give Tani Katane the the send off she deserves.
0: Let me just give her the send because she does deserve a send off. It was really, it, to me, it was really tragic because if you look at like, yes, she was kind of a sex symbol on the White Snake video and all that but she also she to me when you see her in bachelor party you see like just a very sort of na- like grounded uh vulnerable human being like it didn't seem like like very egoic sort of look how gorgeous i am sort of type sex sex symbol so to me she always encapsulated just like like a very well-rounded beautiful person and then if you bring in her her, her classic film, I believe it was called Bubble Boy. where oh, She
1: was in Bubble Boy?
0: Where she fell in love with a John boy in a bubble. No, I, no, it's a different film. It may not have been bubble, called Bubble Boy. Well, but she had her own film where she fell in love with... The
1: boy in the bubble.
0: The boy in the bubble.
1: Are you the boy in the bubble, Nick?
0: I am the boy in the bubble.
1: Oh my goodness. Well, I think I'm going to s- summarize this by saying even if I think I think confidence is sexy, probably. But then also being in shape is sexy.
0: And that's sexy, <laughs> too. But then also I just trying to throw out there being vulnerable mm. and sincere is mm. also
1: like sexy. three things I don't have. So that's OK. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, the pleasure has been yours.
0: Uh, it has, it has been, has been all mine.
1: Um, and if you're interested in giving us any content that we may not know about, whether it's Gen X, zenial millennial, or Gen Z, you can email me at jessicaverdibusiness@gmail.com at gmail.com. Uh, and you could try and tweet at Nick, uh, but he probably won't respond. <laughs>
0: uh, though I, I will make it a point. If you do tweet at me. I will respond, and all 10 of my followers will know I did.
1: Nick, there is a tweet that has over 125 likes right now with your name on it, and you couldn't care less. We gotta go. This is time. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Nick. Bye, Jess. Thanks so much for listening to You Don't Know Nick podcast. Do us a favor and give a review wherever you like podcasts or give it a subscribe. And if you want to find out more ways to support our show, go to youdon'tknownick.com. Now that was a JLV production.